What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Shoulder Plug Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. If you or a loved one needs help getting sober, you contact my direct line it is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. Um, something I wanted to talk about today is uh, sometimes I get the question of what is the point of getting sober? What is the point of getting into recovery? Um, a lot of people ask this question because you know what? I mean, listen, towards the end of getting, uh, towards the end of our journey, uh, addiction kicks our ass, uh, clearly. And a lot of people are not feeling good about where they're at in life. And to be honest, a lot of people get into a place where they want to just give up, you know, and they, and they don't have this belief system that getting sober is actually going to fix anything. Um, I know for myself, I believed that the drugs were the solution to the problem. I didn't actually think I could live a life without using drugs because life just seemed so overwhelming to me anyway. So I felt like the drugs were the only thing that were actually keeping my head above water. And, um, and it, it took, it took a long time for me to actually break that belief system. And a part of that is hitting all of these bottoms, you know, whether it be an emotional bottom, a mental bottom or a physical bottom, um, you got to get to a place where the drugs start to, or the alcohol, whatever, same thing, um, it needs to start, uh, basically deteriorating things in your life and, and it makes you wake up, you know, that's why nobody, nobody gets sober when things are going great. You know what I mean? Cause there's no reason to, when life is good, um, why fix something that isn't broken, you know? it takes, uh, things falling apart. So, um, I know for myself, I get a lot of, I get a lot of messages. I get a lot of DMS of like, yo, like, what's the point? Like my life is a shit show. You know what I mean? What is the point of getting sober? And, um, I mean, you got to ask yourself, well, well, how is your life going to get better if it's, it's continuing to go the way that it is, you know, you got it. It starts with breaking a belief system that, getting high is actually solving a problem. It's not, it's not, it's masking an issue. It's masking a deeper, uh, a deeper problem that is temporarily fixed by the drugs until the drugs stop working because it does get to that point, gets to that point where all the drug really starts doing is impacting other areas of your life. And it gets to a point where it's just so overwhelming, um, that you can't ignore it anymore. And so, the first step is really asking yourself, what do you want out of life? If someone's asking me, what is the point of getting sober? I mean, let me just ask you this. What do you want out of life? What is it that you're aiming for? What do you want? Do you want peace of mind? Do you want meaningful relationships in your life? Do you want to, uh, you know, just be a productive member of society? Do you want to get your shit together? <laughs> you got to start asking yourself kind of the right questions um, in order to come up with a meaningful answer, because really the answer is within you. It really just depends on, on what you want out of life. Recovery, all recovery does, gives you the opportunity to live a life that you feel good about living. You know, it gave me, sobriety gave me the chance 
to be able to actually do things in life that I would never be able to do when I was using drugs. Because guess what? If I was capable of having a good life while using, or if I could use in moderation and it not become an overwhelming problem that seeps into other areas of my life, I would have done it. If you're like me, if you're listening to this and and you cannot use drugs in a safe way, then you need to accept the fact that you're not going to have the things you want in life while using drugs at the same time. It's just not, it is not going to happen. And if you do, even if you're a high functioning alcoholic or a high functioning addict, even when you do have other things in your life that are going really well, it's not as meaningful. It takes away from, from the value of it because you're not able to actually appreciate what we have. And um, addiction is a selfish, selfish disease. You know what I mean? It is, it will, it will take absolutely everything from you. And even when you have everything that you want, that is the crazy part, right? Even when you have things that are going really well in your life, maybe you have a job, you have a career that you feel uh, happy about. Uh, maybe you have a family in your life whatever the case may be, maybe you got a, a sick house and a, and a dope car, like whatever the case may be, maybe you have a lot of money. You can have all these things and still feel like shit. If you are dependent on the bag or dependent on the bottle, it just takes away from the things that are joyful in life. When I first got clean, um, Really, all I wanted was I wanted the trouble to stop. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even really believe that I could live a meaningful, joyous um, life w without without getting high. But I also knew I wasn't I couldn't ignore the fact anymore that my life was fucking was being run into the ground. You know what I mean? So much stuff was going on in my life that was just so overwhelming. I mean, Never mind the legal troubles. I'm just talking about the mental troubles, the emotional, the emotional despair, the isolation, um, you know, living in a shit area and not having anybody around and feeling like I was kind of I was pretty much in my own world. And it was just kind of like up to me to, to uh, find a way to get high every day. And that was like my way of living. You know what I'm saying? It was a miserable existence. Um, I just, you know, I needed the trouble to stop. I knew that I didn't even want to live anymore. And I knew that, um, the getting high wasn't solving the problems anymore. That's when shit really got bad because I was like, dude, this isn't even working. Um, and this has worked for me my whole, <laughs> pretty much my half of my life. Right. I mean, since I got started at nine, started getting high consistently at 11, um, it was always the solution to my, to my problems when things were going well, when things weren't going well, that was my go-to move. It always put me in a better, it elevated my, my mood, whether I was feeling bad or feeling good, but man, once that was taken away and, uh, and it didn't mask the problem anymore. And even when I was getting high, shit was still bad. I was like, Oh man, you know, I really got to look at I really got to look at what I'm doing now. I think I have to, I finally have to change. And the signs were there the whole time, you know, but I, I continued to, I was willingly um, ignoring the consequences because I was still attached to the reward. Getting high was still a reward. It still gave me what I needed until it didn't.
you know? So again, like, okay, if you're in this spot and you're feeling like shit and you feel like there's no hope for you, as crazy as it sounds, that's kind of where you need to be in a certain sense to get better. And so a lot of people, uh, they, they don't believe that there's a good life waiting for them. And I totally understand that because I, I couldn't understand it either. I didn't even, I didn't even think I could get sober for like, I mean, never mind a year or, or for the rest of my life. Like that just, that just didn't even make sense to me, but I didn't even think I could get sober for like a week, you know? And, uh, but man, slowly but surely things really did start coming together, but you have to have some type of belief system or at least buy in that things can get better. And usually we cannot do that on our own. And that is, again, why I talk about getting some type of, of network of people that have been there. It doesn't have to be a lot. It has to be it has to be a few people that you connect with. Meetings are huge. If you don't like meetings, get a recovery coach. If you can't hire a recovery coach, Try to get like a like a you know an addictions counselor um, or you know going to rehab. Obviously, if your if your problem is bad enough where you're going through detox and uh, and you cannot get sober in your environment, go to fucking rehab. Just do it. Bite the bullet. If you can, if you're in a position where you can go to rehab, you got to do it. Why not? Why not get your life together? 30 days or 45 days, 90 days, whatever the case may be, is such a small uh, drop in the bucket in the big scheme of things. 90 days or 30 days can change the entire course of your life. Don't you think that's a good investment? So um, it starts with getting around people that can that can help mold a different way of thinking, you know, and uh, and being able to to have some abstinence. That's how it starts. You cannot get to a different way of thinking if you continue getting high <laughs> you know the the using is kind of fueling the fire it's just keeping you in the cycle so the first thing is obviously abstinence um and you have to put yourself in a position to to accumulate some time and take it one day at a time so whether it be rehab meetings getting a recovery coach um getting a program like the program i have um, that's the link to that is in my Instagram and, uh, and getting like group coaching. I mean, listen, there's so many different ways. There's, there's a Dharma recovery, there's smart recovery, there's zoom meetings. If there's closed in your local area, like there is so much, there are so many resources out there that you got to utilize it. And, uh, and it starts too with, with having some humility, you know? trying to do this shit on your own. It, it just ain't, it's re recovery is not a game of isolation. Addiction thrives in isolation. So if you want to get clean, you gotta, you gotta band together with some people that have been there. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a game of numbers. You gotta remember that, you, you know, you win in numbers in recovery. You do not win when you're isolated and you're uh, alone and stuck with your own thoughts. So, but back to like, what's the point? Let me kind of give you, you know, let me give you just a, let me give you like a little um, before and after of where I was and, and where I'm at now. I mean, I touched on a little bit of where I was, like when things were, things towards the end for me, I didn't even want to live, you know, I didn't even want to be here anymore. 
Um, so I, I said, fuck it. Like I might as well try something different. You know what I mean? My life is not going well. I'm running it right into the ground. So why don't I try getting sober? Like what's the worst that could happen? I can always go back to getting high if, uh, if things don't work out, you know? So let me try, let me try to do something different for once because, uh, this isn't working. So I didn't even want to live towards the end. Now where I'm at is just, it's so it is so black and white different. It is day and night. Um, today, I live with purpose. I want to impact people. I want to help people. I'm, I'm a productive member of society. Um, I got my own. I got my own place. Um, I have a good life. I have people that um, I really care about. I have great relationships with friends and, uh, and family. I can be dependent on. I have responsibilities. I have money in my in my bank account. Um, I have the option of choice today. I have peace of mind. You know, I can do whatever the fuck I want. To be quite honest with you, I have my own business that I can take anywhere. I make content that I can do anywhere. Like that is the power. That is the power of getting of getting clean. You know what I'm saying? You mold your life the way you want it to be. And it's hard. It's hard to see that when you're first getting sober, because I mean, honestly, you're just trying to put out a bunch of fires. That's, that's what it's like towards the end. I mean, when you, when you're in full blown addiction, it's really all about just putting fires out and, uh, and trying to get stable. But, but the vision for you later, there's actually a, you know, there's a chapter in the big book, it's called the vision for you. And it's like, there are the possibilities are endless and it's not it sounds cliche and it sounds like a fairy tale right or you know like i'm trying to sell you a unicorn or some shit but like just think about it you know eight years ago i was i was basically on the verge of of being homeless um i was probably like a hundred pounds soaking wet living in the hood no one wanted to be around me and i didn't want to live Shit was bad. You know what I'm saying? Even the friends that I was getting high with, they didn't even want to be around me. So I really had nobody. And uh, had no car. Uh, couldn't even afford the place I was living at. I mean, I had nothing. Nothing. Fast forward to eight years later. Now, of course, a lot of work comes into that. But like my life is so different. I couldn't even imagine living like that anymore. And at one point, that was the normal to me, you know? So when you ask, what is the point of getting sober? Uh, let me ask you this, like, what's the point of continuing the way that you're, that you're going? Life is not sustainable when you are a slave to a product. When you are a slave to a bottle or a bag, you have no, you have no choice. You have no options at all. You are stuck to what that bag and that bottle demands from you. You know what I'm saying? That's, and that is constant 24-7 attention. You ever think about that? If you actually removed, if you actually removed, like, if you replaced a pill with a person, let's pretend like, like your addiction was actually a person and everything that that person represents, you know? Let's say you were attached to a person that 
that uh, demanded you, you lied to the people that loved you, that you, uh, you know, that you cheated, that you gave it all its money and it would give you no attention in return. Um, let's say, let's say that this person um, could kill you at any given moment and have no remorse about it. Like if you think about what addiction actually represents and everything that we give to it, if it were a person, you would want to kick the shit out of that person. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that it gives you a feeling that you buy into because you think the reward is worth the consequences, it's a lie. You know what I'm saying? We, we buy into a lie. And so the point of getting clean is it gives you the option. It gives you the option of choice. You can have so much abundance in life. Life is full of abundance. Like life is full of good shit. But, but you got to stop doing the bad shit. <laughs> it sounds so like I'm not trying to make it sound overly simple because I understand how hard that battle is. But think about it. Life can get really good. You have to stop doing the bad shit and you got to start doing the good shit. <laughs> you know, and you got to put yourself in a position where you're around people that can help you get there. That's all because you ain't going to get there on your own. We can't just... We can't just switch uh, the way that we think overnight. It's a process. And that's something we're not used to because we're used to instant gratification. What does a pill represent? What does a, what does a bottle of alcohol represent? It represents instant gratification immediately. Oh, I feel like shit. Let me swallow this pill. Oh, I feel better. Oh, my, my girlfriend broke up with me. Let me drink this bottle. Oh, I'm not thinking about the girlfriend anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's an instant fix. The problem with that way of thinking is that the root of the problem, whatever you're trying to escape, it's not going anywhere. It doesn't actually fix it. You know what I'm saying? Your problems are still there when the bottle runs out, when you can't cop any more pills and that high wears off. Bro, those problems are still there. And then that's why you're chasing the next one. And not only do your problems still get there, your drug problem is creating more issues on top of it. This is the long view of addiction. This is what it is. There might be things you're running from, from, from your childhood, or there might be things that you never worked on um, and you've been ignoring for a while. And the pill or the bottle or even the bud, like whatever, whatever you're doing, it gives you that mask. It, it, it allows you to forget. It allows you to temporarily ignore it. But that's not how we go through life, my friends. You know, it's just, I wish it worked that way. It doesn't. We got to go, we got to go through some pain in order to get stronger. There's no other way around it. You know, um, we have to, the, the, there is a certain amount of suffering in life that is 100% necessary. And it's a good thing. We're not supposed to go through life without being battle tested. When you go through the storm, when you go through enough storms, eventually you learn to bring a raincoat and it doesn't bother you as much, you know? But when but when you but when you've been avoiding life's problems at all costs and eventually you come across them, it's like it's it, it seems overwhelming, you know? And uh and that's why we need to be battle tested, you know? Pain is weakness leaving the body. That's all. And uh, and the problem is that fear 
the fears that we have in our head about, about facing life, um, it could be scary. You know what I'm saying? It can be, uh, it can be very nerve wracking and, uh, and we're not used to it. You know, we're used to relying on, on a substance to make, to regulate our mood and our emotions. And we cannot go through life that way. You know, um, it's just not sustainable. I wish I could tell, I wish I could give you an easier answer, but, um, I promise that if you do take this journey of recovery and you stop asking the question of what's the point and you start looking at life for what it could be, not for what it is now, but what it could be, you will find that it was, it is worth the fight, you know, but it all starts with, with getting help and getting the right help for that. So if you do find yourself in a position that you need help, reach out to me, you know, reach out to me. There's so many resources out there. It's unbelievable. It's like, there's an answer for everybody. You know what I mean? And, uh, and the cool thing about recovery is it looks different for everybody. You know, your journey is not going to be the same as mine necessarily. And, uh, but, but it all leads to, it all leads to a more fulfilling life. If we, if we keep at it, you know? So, so listen, like I said, if, uh, if you find yourself in a position where you need help, reach out to my direct line. My number is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. I have a lot of resources. Um, I mean, I work for a tremendous facility. Even if you can't go to that facility, well, you know, I'll figure something else out for you. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, don't hesitate to reach out. So, Listen, guys, that's all I got for today. I hope you got some uh, some good stuff out of this episode. And, uh, and you know, if you're going through it, just just realize, like, things can get a lot better. Uh, I, I totally get it. I've been in a situation before where I didn't, I, I didn't think things were going to get better. And it sucks. It sucks because you're fighting your own belief system. But sometimes you've got to hear it from other people that have been there, too. You know, we, we have power in numbers. And when you know someone else has been through it and has made it through, it gives us some hope. It gives us some inspiration. So I get it. If you're in that spot, I 100% have been there. Um, well, listen, guys, that's all I got. So uh, listen, stay blessed, and I'll see you guys on the next one.